I think it's my turn to say it. Okay. Ready? Yep. It. The. <laughs> I forgot your name. Okay. <laughs> right. It's the Meg John and Justin podcast. Yay! Yay! <laughs> we're back. Yes. And this week uh, we're back and our book is out. Our book is out. Our book is out. It's in shops. Yes. It's online. It's in people's hands. It's, it's actually very exciting. In, yeah, people are actually reading it. Yeah, which is exciting and a little bit nerve-wracking at the same time, isn't it? It is, yeah. You kind of write something like this and you think, you know, you think you know what you're doing with it. You have these ideas, but it's like, are those actually getting across? And I feel like the feedback so far seems to suggest they are, but it's really nice to start actually hearing from people who've read it. I mean, we'd love to hear from you if, you're, if you've read it or you're reading it. That would be great. Yes. Uh, but we have been hearing some lovely things from people. Yes. Um, and it seems to be hitting the spot. Yeah. Um, uh, my friend's new girlfriend apparently bought the book uh, uh-huh. and can't put it down. Says it's amazing. Hey. It's like changing a life. And my mate who isn't reading it, but it's kind of waiting for her to read it. Says he's really looking forward to you know what might happen with her sex life after she's <laughs> read it. And I was thinking she might not want to have sex. Yes. <laughs> or might want to do something completely <laughs> different than they've ever done before. So, yeah. So that's kind of feedback I'm waiting to hear back from. Um, yeah. So yeah, the response has been really nice from, um, and it feels like uh, it feels like the response has been good so far from lots of different. Uh, people as well from like I guess straight folks as well as like uh, queer folks as well Absolutely. seems to be digging it yeah I mean that was something we aimed for in the book wasn't it we, we really were trying to write a book that would be applicable to kind of all different people all different mm. bodies all different genders all different sexualities yeah. all different ages everything yeah. um, and again that was something I was like until we actually I mean we did get some people to read the draft for us yeah. and, and let us know you yeah. know if they thought and, and we got some pretty useful yeah. feedback from them but you know you still don't really have that sense until a whole no. bunch of people are reading it yeah. but I've definitely had some feedback from quite diverse folks saying that they got something out of it yeah. so that's been really good to hear well that's really good because if mm. we're only getting it right for one group of people we're not getting it right are we it's how yeah. we feel like it's the kind of book where it has to be something that um that every single page is is going to mean something to hopefully everyone reading it yeah exactly um, and um we might not be able to hit absolutely everybody but we wanted to make this first sex advice book which really is inclusive yeah. and really is doing something very new in that respect that's right because we were so looking at other you know some of the other sex advice books that are out there that mm. seem to be aimed at a really specific kind of group yeah. of people if you look at the, especially if you look at the images yeah you know they're, they're all of sort of people of a certain age race gender sexuality etc and it's kind of like you're really wanting to make something that was much more diverse than that exactly mm. i mean it leaves those folks out which is you know not cool but also mm. that kind of sex advice is also not good for the folks it's meant to be aimed at yeah it's this <laughs> one size fits all you enjoy, all enjoy this penis and vagina sex don't you yeah and you just need to do it in these various positions and actually a lot of straight folks um mm. are just not into that kind of sex at all the sex yeah. which is seen as the gold standard this is what counts this is yeah. proper sex uh, so what is it? Seventy percent of women with vaginas uh, can't orgasm from just yeah. Needs some kind of external stimulation. Yeah, and um, yeah, and even like 
even if you are in that sort of category of people who enjoy uh, penis and vagina sex, um, you know, the the kind of stimulation that, you know, each penis or vagina would enjoy is different. You know, it's like everyone is unique. We are all individuals when it comes to this, you know. And so that was the thinking with the book, really, was sort of writing it for, like, anyone working their way through the book could come up with kind of their own unique map of this is what works for them um, that they could then hopefully communicate Mm. more ably to somebody else than than prior to reading the book yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean if you've not picked up the book yet you might be disappointed that there are no uh not very many pictures in there there are not yeah Uh, my auntie (laughs) Hilda who's 87 was disappointed that there weren't any pictures of people having sex so Mm. so I won't read it then Um, this is what you expect from a sex model isn't it yeah (laughs) yeah but uh I guess if we were to do uh illustrations of different positions it would be like lying down yeah sitting (laughs) standing up standing up (laughs) (laughs) i mean they're positions that which can enjoy sex what other positions are there well sitting in front of a computer screen or just just think just thinking about things (laughs) yoga position you could have sex in a yoga position if you wanted um Yeah. yeah so yeah if you're hoping it's that kind of book not that kind of book. Not that kind of book, yeah. More of a talky-talky kind of book. Yeah. Talky-talk, yeah. I'd yeah. also ask, but it's think uh, full think. of activities Yeah, as well, exactly. Isn't it? Lots We're of asking thinking. people to go away and asking you, the reader, <laughs> to gently, and with self-care, reflect on some of the messages you've received about sex and what you've been taught about sex and what you've been taught about bodies and relationships. And Yeah, that's right. I've read our book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Uh, yeah, how, when, and if I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> cool. What have yeah. we been doing since the book? I mean, obviously the book's just come out, but yeah. we finished writing the book a while ago. That's uh, right. Well, we used to we used to get together every Tuesday to write the book, and then, yeah, actually six months ago or so, we mm-hmm. stopped having to do that on, yep. a, on a Tuesday, but we carried on meeting on Tuesdays, didn't we? That's right. And we don't always just muck about and do nothing. Drink um, coffee. <laughs> have... Talk about our... our own lives. Own lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, um, but we've uh, we've created, we've started, uh, as you can see, we've got our shiny new website, thanks to Rhiannon from Hey Kiddo. Yeah. Um, Justin.com. Yes. And uh, as you can see, as you probably have already seen, if you're listening to this, we've got uh, um, a new website where we have advice blogs that we're putting up. We've got our lovely videos that... Um, Julia Scheel uh, did for us with yeah. Down Fine Media, kindly, I guess, paid for by, by the Open, Open University. The Open University, yeah. Um, yeah. And so we've got a couple of videos about uh, being present to sex and consent. learning about consent yeah. and handshakes and things. Yeah, so videos, podcasts, um, the blog posts, and then the other thing we're really into is making these zines. Mm. We really hit on this idea of zine kind of workbook kind of zines that you can Mm. fill in yourself so a few months ago we did our first zine which was uh make your own relationship user guide yes people are really enjoying that they yeah um uh it's very kind of interactive it's very uh friendly it's got lots of really cool illustrations in and yeah it's kind of uh it's like a starting point for people to then talk about how it is they want to do their relationships and how they that's right yeah because I think a lot of I mean I work a bit as a relationship therapist and Mm. what you often find is people assume 
that everybody has the same understanding of yeah. relationships and what the and what the rules are in relationships. Yeah. And so this was to it's this idea of intentional relationships, isn't it? That yeah. instead of just assuming everyone's on the same page, you actually think, yeah, how do I want to do relationships? Yeah. In, in all, you know, how much time do I want to spend with people? Do I want to live with people or not? Yeah. You know, do I want to you know prioritize this kind of relationship or that kind of relationship? It just takes you through figuring that stuff out really the thing as well with the zines is that um it was kind of bringing both of our practices together a little bit yeah that's right some of the stuff was is stuff that i've been using with young people like young uh in my work with young people where it's been really helpful to give somebody like a bit of paper with a graph on it for instance and say you know how's your relationship doing yeah here and you know it, it kind of helps people to be very like objective about what's going on and takes us away from this idea that the relationships are meant to be this magical kind of experience that just happens to you rather yeah, than you yeah. making happen. Yeah. And you brought in tons of ideas from your uh from your practice as well where we've yeah, done like quite rela- similar things. Yeah, like relationship therapy. Yeah, it's, I think in a lot of ways that's what we notice, isn't it? We've come to similar ideas but from quite different places. But yeah. it's really helpful to bring them together and also we've both come up with a lot of ideas over the years of like yeah. spe- sort of techniques or mm-hmm. little metaphors or little mm-hmm. kind of activities that can really work. So we're bringing them all together in these zines yeah. in a way that's hopefully helpful to you when yeah. you have a go with the zine. And our latest scene is yeah. uh, we um, released actually around the same time the book came out. Yeah. But we've been talking about the book a lot. It's the uh, create, it's, what is it? Make it's Your Own Sex Manual. Make Your manual. Own Sex Manual. That's yeah. The, um, <laughs> so it's a similar thing. It's got lots of illustrations. My favourite illustration, MJ does the illustrations. I do, the, <laughs> I do. I guess, the graphic design. Yeah, uh, you that's do. That's a bit of a grand term for what it is. <laughs> but MJ does these brilliant illustrations. My favourite one is what is an illustration of... Uh, in, on the different context for sex and it's an illustration of people at a sex party mm-hmm. and it's like looks like the best sex party because it's got a disco ball oh the disco ball <laughs> and they're having the best time uh, it's they great are. I would yeah. recommend you you get it it's available now it's about £2.50 for an instant download well the whole um, idea is like, we've really got into this idea of zines as a little as, as make your own aren't mm. we so we're going to do some more we're going to do yeah. uh, a make your own kind of guide to sexual fantasy yeah. we're going to do make your own um sort of self-care guide yeah. of how you like to care for yourself yeah um and we've got plenty of other ideas and we'd be willing to hear from you dear listener if you've got any ideas for zines you'd like us to Definitely. make you know we're on that <laughs> i had an idea for one the other day mj what and was it's that? uh well i hadn't the idea that you know maybe where we should sell our relationship zines would be uh, in ikea Oh, yeah. By the hot dog stand, you know, just at the point where relationships are breaking down left, uh, right, and centre. Yeah, yeah. So we can kind of intervene and, you know, sell people. It's a lot of people. pressure. It's a lot of pressure, right? Exactly. Here. Yeah. You know, and they're about to go home and they're about to try and assemble all this stuff that they've just had this huge row by. Right. They're going to try and assemble it and their yeah. relationship. So it's at that point. Okay. Give them this really useful zine. Uh-huh. And a hot dog, maybe. Yeah. And, and you know. meatballs. But then I was thinking also what we could do to. To mm. kind of, even before people go to Ikea, if we had the make your own Ikea trip experience. Oh, yes. Zine. This is how to do your relationship in Ikea. Yeah. Right. So like yeah. agreements on like how you check in about how you're feeling. Yes. You know, so talking about the process of like, uh, do I need, um, you know, do I need to have a sit down now? Yeah. Yeah. Are we going uh, to quickly? How, how fast are we going to go around? Yeah. How, are we going to go to that bit at the end where they're selling stuff cheap and, yeah. and just get random stuff? 
How yeah. would we feel if our partner decided not to follow the arrows around the showroom right. and to yeah. cut through and to get lost? Are we going to like lark about in all the pretend little rooms? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, I feel like similarly supermarkets. I've noticed that different people have very different rules about supermarkets. Right. And especially about how you bag things at the end of the supermarket oh. shop. Going on a supermarket shop with a new partner is quite a challenging experience. Yeah. Like, do you put, like, do you have the heavy things in one bag and the light things? Things, or do you have like the things that are going to go in the fridge and the things that are going to not? Oh, wow. like, yeah, we could we could totally zine that. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, that's a, we've not been to IKEA <laughs> or a supermarket together. I don't think have we? We're so. going to have to do that. <laughs> in our latest zine, which is make your own uh, sex manual, uh, we've got this idea that I think you got from Barbara Corellis and who else was it? Barbara Corellis and Kate Bornstein. Yeah, so Barbara wrote um, Urban Tantra and yeah. uh, runs classes on Urban Tantra sometimes in the UK and certainly in the US as well. And uh, Kate Bornstein is fabulous author of many, many books, including my gender workbook, which is a really helpful, yeah. much longer. Well, we, we may do a zine about gender one day, but the, mm. the entire book um, of Kate's is like a whole big zine, really, yeah. on, uh, on gender. Um, but yeah, uh, so I don't know where they got the idea from originally, whether it's their idea or somebody else's, but basically it was this kind of concept that people often have different prime, different kind of primary um, things that they're into when it comes to sex and they divide it into three. So some people are all about the intimacy. So really what they're in it for is that feeling of intimacy with another person. Mm. They want to feel really connected. Yeah. You know, they maybe want to have eye contact. Mm -hmm. You know, they're really into what how what they're doing is affecting their partner, mm -hmm. maybe being able to read their partner really well. Mm. And it's about the, they might want quite a lot of kind of cuddling after, for example, with mm. the intimacy. So another group of people, arguably, would be really into sex for this kind of trance state, mm -hmm. almost like kind of getting quite high on sex or mm. maybe a bit of endorphin rush or, you know, sort of disappearing into this amazing black hole of kind of sensation. Mm. Um, and they might be there with their partner, but if yeah. for them the experience is... Just yeah, in their own space. Exactly. Yeah. And and in a way, you know, with, with when it's like that, it can be almost a bit a bit much of a partner's like really kind of set maybe saying a lot of words, for example, mm. could kind of quite interfere with that for some people because they're re they're all about going into this incredible kind of trancey kind of kind of space. Yeah. And then the third group, um, so we've got intimacy, we've got trance. The third group it's all about roles. Mm. So what's really horny is having some kind of roles between you, some kind of power play or, you know, feeling like you're being really nurturing or mm. feeling like you're being really confident and dominant or feeling mm. like you're being really playful. And like, you know, if you if you're all about roles, maybe it wouldn't even be sex wouldn't even be sexy unless there was some element of you you know, it may not be as far as actually you know dressing up as a pirate or something or it might be for some arr. people arr, sexy r <laughs> but it might be yeah just some sense of that you're yeah. in a different role you're almost like being a different side of yourself the yeah. really confident side or the really vulnerable side for yeah. example yeah. yeah and of course like a lot of people it might be some element of two or three of those mm -hmm. um but the idea that is that it kind of might quite likely be that one of those is your prime primary kind yeah. of m motivation or interest in sex and we invite you the reader out of the zine on mm. the, uh, whatever page it is to yeah. think about uh, these maybe also in terms of like venn diagrams and um yeah like so how uh, we ask you to look, like to draw circles for um the trans your trans space and your 
uh, intimate uh, intimacy space and the role space yeah. and see how big they are and whether they intersect and yeah. maybe which you start with and it's kind of and how they might change and it's asking you to reflect on your own experience yeah, so there's no might, right or wrong exactly so for one person it might be roles is the primary thing and they don't really feel sexy unless they're kind of in some kind of role mm. but when they are in a role that that enables them with somebody else who's who's into that as well to really connect with another person yeah and perhaps it does you know send them into quite a trancy kind of headspace a submissive headspace yeah. or a dominant headspace for example um, or, whereas another person, yeah. it might be if they're really in the intimacy zone and mm-hmm. they're really intimate with another person, that enables them to have the confidence to let out a different side of themselves in a role way or to let go into a kind of trancey space. Yeah. So, you know, they can connect up like that, mm. but it might well be that one thing is the thing that you need in order to, to yeah. go to those other ones. Or it might be that you're all about one of them and you're just yeah. simply not about the others at all, yeah. you know. And so uh, I think that was something that Barbara was talking about was like, you know how do you it's a really useful conversation to have in a relationship um where you might you know you might be about slightly different things or completely different things mm. the two of you so if one of you is all about intimacy and the other's all about trance you know mm. the intimacy person might feel really disconnected of like why is this person disappearing from me mm. but if they understand oh well that person it's all about trance maybe they can like compromise or find a way to <coughs> let that person totally spin off mm. into the black hole that they're going into but then come back and give the intimacy person a bit mm. of kind of you know aftercare or cuddling yeah it's an important part of the the uh the meta communication as well isn't it like being out being aware of that uh, yeah before going into it because we are all about consent and we're talking about you know noticing what's happening during yeah. it and trying to be <clears throat> and also trying to be present but i guess sometimes if we're going to say like trance state yeah uh, or or uh, or a role space, then that might many partners might feel quite disconnected. From well, this is it, and I think if people aren't aware of it either for themselves or they haven't communicated about it, that's when some pretty hard stuff can happen sex-wise. Because mm. say, you know, you you know, somebody goes into a trancey kind of place, and the partner doesn't get it. That's mm. what's happening, mm. and the partner thinks, "Oh, I'm going to keep talking dirty," you know, mm. because that's what I really like, yeah. and that they keep yanking the partner out of that trance space, yeah. or like a really tough one can be if you're all about roles and you're with somebody and you think okay I now feel safe enough I'm going to bring this kind of really confident side of me out in the bedroom or whatever and um and then you know the partner who's much more of an intimacy person and doesn't really ever go into different roles is like what's going on Mm. what why are you being so weird Mm. and that can be like crushing yeah if if you've just sort of been able to be vulnerable enough to bring a different side of yourself out definitely yeah and it's important to open up Uh, we talk about this in the book don't we around that there are different reasons why people might have sex and we talk about that when talking about discrepancy yeah i guess this might also be an example of discrepancy during a sexual encounter yeah it could well be that because people are maybe coming in and out of these uh say circles of trance mm. state or intimate state or roles yeah. role state <clears throat> it could be that uh that there may be like a discrepancy in terms of how people are approaching it during it and that may mm. change during the during what's going on but also it might also help people to account for what yeah. feels like a discrepancy in their pre- in previous sexual encounters. With exactly, yeah. So It could be that you're just pulling in quite different directions because mm. one of you is trying to you know, keep doing this physical thing that's like letting them go into that trans space while the other person is really trying to pull them into a more of a role thing or more yeah. of an intimate thing yeah. and you're actually going in opposite 
kind of directions. So, so I have, think, yeah, yeah, like overall, it can be helpful if it's somebody you're having sex with regularly to have a bit of a conversation about this and, yeah, find your areas of overlap. Mm. You know, like we say in the book and yeah. the zine, like, you know, maybe that you can find a space that really does that trance thing for the one person, the intimacy thing for the other. Mm. But it also might be there's some things you're like, actually, let's not try and do this because that would be you forcing it a bit. You know, like it yeah. wouldn't be really if one person's all about these roles and the other person really isn't and just doesn't get it, it might not be that you really want to try and force a kind of role play situation if it really, you know, that person's just not into it at all. No. Well, I I guess also we, well, uh, what we're saying with that book as well is that, and what we're saying just generally is that because there are lots of different kinds of sex that we may enjoy Mm. and they all count. Yeah. Um, solo sex being a huge part of that, that yeah. you know if somebody wants to take part in say role space or like uh, yeah. going to trance space it might be more comfortable for their partner if their partner was there maybe just to be next to them while yeah. they're in that space by themselves or to, for them to practice that to allow them to have that space by by themselves and with themselves absolutely so the roles thing can be really um something that a lot of people do have quite a rich fantasy life you mm-hmm. know we're going to write this scene about fantasy next you mm-hmm. know and that might be something that they do solo in a fantasy kind of way yeah and or you know of course we're talking about different rules of relationships some people it might be non-monogamous relationship they mm-hmm. they can find other people to do that stuff with mm-hmm. whether that's someone they pay or whether that's something so mm-hmm. another partner you know that that could be fine as well definitely but again you know the relationship zine helps you figure out your rules around monogamy and you know Mm. who you can do what with in terms of that relationship yeah I guess the other thing with this as well uh, this and the whole the whole of the zine around uh, sex the uh, create your own sex manual um, zine is about really trying to um, understand what it is that you may want and find ways to communicate that with somebody that you know you may want to have sex with but also it's I think it kind of helps, or hopefully it may help people to really um, get into it more, to really kind of understand themselves a little bit more and to tune into, yeah. see, are there any roles or fantasies that they might well, exactly. take? Or how, are they developing? Because when I think about, you know, sex therapy, actually, you know, a lot of the time people haven't yet figured out quite where they're at. Yeah. You know, it's it's that... You don't want to put the cart before the horse and be all about what well, you need to communicate and mm. actually the person's still like actually I don't really know and and in a way you know it's always an ongoing process yeah. for all of us like you and I have thought a lot about these things but we can yeah. still be surprised by what we find out when we start you know when we start playing with a different idea like this one of, of Barbara and Kate's yeah. actually you know I hadn't thought about some things until I started looking at it this way yeah. so Me too. Th- these are all really useful ways into a different way of thinking about it that we might then learn more about ourselves well, definitely yeah. and I think that's part of what enjoyable sex is for for us that we don't quite know what we enjoy and that can yeah. be enjoyable yeah right you know finding out and being on a journey with it yeah oh I just said journey oh do you not want to say oh journey? I sound like a, I don't <laughs> want to say journey I sound like I'm a judge on x-factor or something you know they've been on a journey haven't they <laughs> shut up we are Dear listener, we're all on a journey. We're all on a journey when That's it comes it. to sex. <laughs> Definitely not going to Ikea with you. <laughs> yeah. Is that a, anything else? I think that's that's a good one to put out there. We'll be, yeah, interested in your thoughts. And we're also really keen to hear any uh, questions that you might have that you'd like to us to address on our podcast. 
do hit us up with questions. We would love to answer your questions. Um, either email them into us via our website, megjohnandjustin.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also, there's an email address on there that we've put on there, hello at megjohnandjustin.com if you want to record some audio yeah. uh, for, for us to answer. Uh, please try to keep your audio to like under a minute. Yeah. Uh, it'd be helpful for us if you also read our uh, page on asking us questions, mm-hmm. um, the Your Questions page at megjohnandjustin.com, just to give you an idea of what we can and can't do. Yeah. Um, oh, if you just want us to ramble about a topic like IKEA, yeah. we're quite happy to oh, <laughs> ramble yeah. for, for 10 dear, minutes on any given topic. Dear Meg, John and Justin, <laughs> every time I go to IKEA with my partner, I want to kill them. Yeah. Uh, can you help? Yeah. Yes, we can. We can. We and we already have. <laughs> we preempted that one, didn't we? <laughs> so that's it for us. Thank you for listening. Um, do tell your friends to subscribe to this podcast, which I think you should just be able to subscribe to now in your regular in your regular podcast app, which mm-hmm. you might have on your phone, or you can just listen via the website. And um, do check us out on Twitter at uh, Meg John Justin. On Facebook, I think it's facebook.com forward slash Meg John Justin. Mm-hmm. And our website, megjohnandjustin.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>